Hi, and welcome to the fifth episode of Ripping Off Angels, a comedy by yours truly, Nigel Holloway, performed by the Concept Players Theatre Company. The story so far. The Off the Wall Theatre Company have been remarkably successful in their attempts to raise enough cash to save themselves from bankruptcy. The first night of their production of Macbeth is only a day away, and the tangled web of Barney's money-making ideas has caused confusion everywhere. However, when he visits the bank, Jack at last has one card up his sleeve. Good morning, Mr Richards. So good of you to come. Did I have a choice? Right. As we left it at our last meeting, the bank required an immediate payment to cover the unauthorised lending of £4,736.73. Do you have that sum of money? No, I don't. In that case, Mr Richards... Before you go, Miss Watson, I'd like to point out to you that we have not yet put on our latest production. Frankly, Mr Richards, I don't see what that has to do with the matter. From your past figures, it is quite clear that your productions do not generate anything like the amount that you owe the bank. Perhaps you ought to look at this. Sharon Stone? George Lucas? And Steven Spielberg? This is quite, well, remarkable. How did you... I don't think that's the point. We're a small amateur theatre company. We do what we do for lots of reasons, none of them to do with money. That doesn't remove our responsibility for not knowing about the state of our account. I'm aware of that. But what we do do, we do for other reasons. To put something back into an increasingly fragmented and disintegrating community. To try to show people that there is something else apart from hundreds of channels of American reruns. That live theatre is not a pale shadow of a television series. That theatre is about participation, not mindless voyeurism. We believe that what we do is valuable. Mr Richards... I don't expect you to understand any of this. I may be presumptuous, even, even patronising in what I'm going to say, but if there's one thing age gives you, it's the right to say what you really believe. What you do here in this bank, the way you treated me or us, is a symptom of the way that society is declining. Money is not the answer to everything. There are things that are far more important. As I said, I don't expect you to understand why John Jeffries supported us in the way that he did. God knows he was no particular enthusiast for live theatre. But he did understand that communities are important and that people who try to bring other people together to give something to the community are to be encouraged. He saw himself as a part of that community, and in his way he tried to give to it also, in a way that is totally lost in your brave new world. I really don't think... I apologise. I know this has nothing to do with what you have to do, but... I needed to say it anyway. Mr Richards, can we get on? I do have other appointments. Of course you do. It appears that you have, somehow, managed to pull off a remarkable publicity coup. But I'm afraid that doesn't alter the situation as far as the bank is concerned. 
You don't think that having a world-famous American film star in our production is going to have an effect on our takings? You owe rather a lot of money, Mr. Richards. We could work it out if you wish. Your ticket prices, capacity of the hall, number of nights... I don't know the details, but I'm sure you've done the sums. Is that going to pay back the debt? No. In that case, we have to decide what to do. Are you going to come and see Macbeth? I beg your pardon? Why don't you come and see Macbeth? I don't really see what... Maybe it's not too late to show you what you're destroying. Believe me, Mr. Richards, that is not my intention. The bank has rules. We're all only obeying orders. The last resort of those guilty of not standing up for what they believe in. What do you believe in, Miss Watson? I think this interview has gone on long enough. I will be writing to you to inform you of the bank's intended course of action. We will be taking legal advice, but generally in cases of this sort, the individual members will be severally liable for the debt and each paid-up member will be required yes, to... Yes, yes, yes. We worked all that out a long time ago. Put away your bank executive script for a moment and listen to me. When I said we didn't have the, what was it, £4,736.73, pence, I wasn't being quite accurate. I have here, in this carrier bag... The sum of £5,164.12. I was hoping that you might begin to realise that there's more at stake here than mere money. Thank you, Mr Richards. I shall get this counted, then credited to your account. That still leaves the remaining amount outstanding. I shall expect that to be paid within a week. Let us hope that your new-found American friends will allow you to make sufficient profits to repay the debt. Otherwise, the bank will proceed with legal action. Do I make myself plain? Perfectly. How does it play, this, this game of yours? Close down a few businesses, bankrupt a few good people just trying to do their best, get a bonus, a pay rise, a promotion... You must be very satisfied with yourself. What sort of balance sheet runs your life? Do you count friends on it? No, <laughs> I suppose not. Listen, I've just had an idea. Why don't you come along to Macbeth? Be seen as a supporting a, a, a local theatre group. I can get you a picture taken with Sharon Stone, Steven Spielberg if you like. How would that be for your future prospects? I can just see the newspaper headlines. Bank supports local community in blockbuster movie deal. Bank executive flies high with the stars. Just think what that would do for your promotion prospects. I really don't think... Think about it. I look forward to seeing you there. What is everyone? I'm still short of most of the Scottish royal family. I just saw Harry in the car park. They were showing modern dress and everybody thinks they can turn up late. Not everybody. The women all seem to be here. But where? They're not in the dressing room. Aren't they? I felt sure they were all here. Oh, in that case, I suppose I'll just have to go and have another look. You do that, Jonathan. Pompous ass. 
Jack, have you seen the Scottish court? Haven't been to Edinburgh in years, dear. Very funny. Ha, ha. No, I haven't seen anybody yet. I've been on the door. According to the ticket office, it's a sellout. But I just had to see it to believe it. It was wonderful. There's a sort of buzz in the hall. I know they've all come to see Sharon Stone, but nevertheless it'll be wonderful to play to a packed house. They put three more rows of chairs at the back. Shouldn't you be out there selling t-shirts and mugs and all your other junk? Junk? Oh, have you know our coasters and wallets and key rings are selling remarkably well. You know what I mean. I'm not sure I do. But just to please you, I shall go and continue to sell my tasteful and well-designed merchandise to the punters. Junk. Barney, is everything ready? Think so? I take it you don't subscribe to the tradition of not whistling backstage? Superstitious nonsense. I've never known you do it before. Really? Didn't realise I was doing it. Hello, Jack. Everything set? What's going on? Nothing, Jack. Have you seen Jonathan? Not yet. Why? No reason. <laughs> what the hell do you think you're doing? What? You were whistling. Was I? Sorry. Didn't think. Barney, for God's sake, don't you know it's unlucky? What? Whistling backstage. Is it? I didn't know that. Where did they say that? I don't know. It's just a tradition. What? You mean like not saying Macbeth? Yes! Why aren't you supposed to say Macbeth? I don't know. It's supposed to bring bad luck. If you say Macbeth? I've been saying Macbeth all evening. I don't seem to have had any bad luck. For God's sake, shut up! Well, good, well, good luck, old man. Yeah, good luck to you too, Richard. You can't say that! Why? I'm just wishing him good luck. And I was only wishing him good luck, you know, for the performance of Macbeth, I mean. Yeah, good luck for Macbeth, Richard. I can't believe you two! You've just broken every taboo in the theatre! Well, that's what they're there for. Honestly! You two are incorrigible! <laughs> Jack! Jack! There's been an accident! Sharon has just fallen down the stairs. I think she's broken her leg. Oh my god, I knew it! That's you two! I knew something terrible would happen if you carried on. Really? Yes, if Sharon's really badly hurt, we won't be able to carry on. Who ever heard of Macbeth with only two witches? Maybe Sharon Stone could fill in for her. What? <laughs> Oh, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> don't you see? <laughs> oh, you absolute rotters. I haven't uh, heard anyone say that since that chap in those St. Trillian's films. What was his name? Oh, Terry Thomas, yes. <laughs> absolute shark. That's what we are. Absolute shark. Okay, Robert, good rehearsal. Now let's go and do it to Jonathan. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I still get turned on when the gym slips and stockings. Oh. How's the house, Jack? Sell out, Aggie. First time ever. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. What is? It's better than sex, you know. Oh, all right. The truth is, I imagine it's better than sex. What you imagine is having sex in front of a full house. <laughs> Jack, you are a dirty old man. Has anyone ever told you that? More and more frequently these days. But you're quite right, of course. Sadly, it's been so long now. My memories of it are starting to fade. I know exactly how you feel. Listen, Jack. If you fancy playing around sometime, just for old times' sake, I'm sure we could find a mutually convenient time and place. You don't mean golf, do you? Well, 
there is the lead role in the next show to consider, and I've always been a firm believer in the casting couch and cutting out the crap and going straight to the chase, and what Anne doesn't know about can't hurt her. I'm a happily married man, Aggie. That has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm talking about, and you know it. Have a think about it, Jack. The offer's always open. What next? Jack, you've got a visitor. A visitor? We're not expecting anyone tonight, are we? All the local dignitaries are coming tomorrow. She says her name is Watson. Zoe Watson. Well, well. Now, what that is a surprise. Who is she? The monster from the Black Lagoon. What? Lady from the bank. What the hell is she doing here? She must know she wouldn't be welcome after what she's done to us. Don't let's be too hasty, Anne. I did invite her, after all. You didn't tell me. That's because I didn't think she'd fall for it. Fall for what? Oh, I just tried to play on her ambition a bit. Get her to turn up. At least that way we get some ticket money out of her. What do you want me to do with her? Give me a couple of minutes. I need to speak to a couple of people. It's not only Barney who has a devious mind. I can't believe that you would do something so absurd. It's the first night. There's an audience out there. The first time you've ever had such a large audience. And all you three can do is play silly pranks. For God's sake, grow up! You should be getting ready for your performances. This isn't Gilbert and Sullivan, you know. Shakespeare requires thought, concentration, and a little mature understanding. But I suppose I'm wasting my breath as usual. You'd produce the same performance if I just told you which way the audience was facing and let you get on with it. Which way is the audience facing? Is that a political statement? You've got 15 minutes to cut up. If I were you, I'd be getting myself into the right frame of mind from the start. It seems we have a visitor, gentlemen, from the bank. Can I trust you to go along with anything that might happen in the next few minutes? What do you mean, Jack? Just don't be surprised when our visitor appears, and don't tell her what you really think of her. Okay, but what's going on? Makes a change for you not to know, doesn't it? Ah, Miss Watson, how nice of you to come and see our little entertainment. Mr. Richards, I thought I'd take you up on your offer. Offer? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> I'll go and get Miss Stone right away. She's in makeup at the moment. Good evening. I'm Richard Ellis. Good evening. I hear you're from the bank. That's correct. Everything locked up for the night? I'm sorry. All the money? Money, yes, of course. Good, good. Wouldn't want anything to happen to it. What do you mean? Well, bank robbers and so forth. Actually, there's very little real money. Banks these days deal electronically, so the money, as you call it, merely consists of figures in a data file. What would happen if everyone wanted their money in cash? But they don't. But what if they did? They couldn't have it. Is that legal? You're saying that even though it's not your money really, the owners couldn't have it back if they asked for it? No, you don't understand. It's a question of liquidity. Miss Watson, can I introduce Miss Stone? Pleased to meet you, Miss Watson. Are you an actor? I'm very pleased to meet you, Miss Stone. I'm not an actor myself, but I have to say that I've enjoyed many of your screen performances. Well, that's real nice of you to say so. Jack tells me you're from the bank. That's right. 
Now, if you take my advice, you don't want to get Stephen onto that subject. Why not? Oh, he hates banks. Refused to back some of his early ventures. He's never forgiven them. Boy, are they sorry now. Yes, I see. Stephen says you would never know when an idea is going to have its day. And those bankers wouldn't recognize an idea if it hit him in the ass with a baseball bat. I hope we're a bit more open-minded. Oh, I'm sure you must be, honey. You're backing these guys to put on Shakespeare. That is real generous. I know it's not a lot of money by Hollywood standards, but it's the principle of the thing, right? Um, yes. Say, fella, you getting all this down? Yes, Miss Stone, every word. Uh, this is Mr. Holmes uh, from the local newspaper. Can I get a picture? Thanks, Miss Stone. Now, you make sure to tell your readers that Ms. Watson is a real local hero. It's not everyone who'd go out on a limb these days to support culture and community. Most of these small groups really struggle, you know what I mean? And if my experience is anything to go by, the money men just screw them for everything they can. But it takes real balls to do what these guys do. Don't forget, they're not in it for the money. They're doing it for the feeling it gives them and for all of those people out there. Now, I know I'm not the one to be saying this, after all, I make my living from the movies. But I really believe that live theatre is where it's all at. And you can quote me if you like. Got it, Miss Stone. So you listen, Zoe. When his report hits the press tomorrow, you just sit back and wait for the applause. You really deserve it for supporting these guys. I say I'd better get ready. It was nice to meet you. Yes, nice to meet you too. I'll just take you to your seat. It's okay, Jack. I'm going that way. I'll just get the rest of Miss Watson's details for the report. Thanks, John. Now, um, I got the Watson. What's the first name? Zoe. Z-O-E? With dots? And uh, which bank is it? Pretty good, Jack. Holmes and Watson. I was impressed. So, what are you going to do now? I assume that the real story about how the bank tried to screw us and what a jerk the manager is to be taken in by our fake Sharon Stone will... Already be winging its way to the printers? Not yet, Barney. I haven't decided whether to do it or not. You're not thinking of letting her off the hook? Not after what she did to us, not after the way she treated you. I'm getting a bit old to be vindictive just for the sake of revenge, Barney. But I'm still thinking about it. Let's just get on with the show. One you'll never forget, I venture to suggest. Or any of us, Richard. Are we all set? As ready as we'll ever be. That was the fifth episode of Ripping Off Angels, performed by the Concept Players Theatre Company. If you want to find out more about them and what they do, visit their website at www.concept-players.com. And if you want to let us know what you thought of the show, you can contact me at nigel.holloway at xmas-carol.co.uk